Welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Positively You podcast. I'm Jessie and I'm so excited to have you tune in today. My guest for today is Delee Cox and she is a wardrobe stylist who has a passion for slow fashion and is just chock full of so many good tips and tricks for helping you become more confident in your style and in your closet without having to go out and spend a whole bunch of money and totally overhaul your wardrobe. She comes in and just helps you kind of learn to love what you already have, shop your closet and become so confident in who you are and the things that you have. And we also have a great conversation about the world of slow slow fashion and why she is so passionate about it. So I am excited for you guys to listen in to this interview today. It's such a good one. And be sure to check her out with the links that I have in this episode because after this, you're definitely gonna wanna see what she's all about and (laughs) wanna book a consult with her or a styling session a shop your closet session. She's absolutely fantastic. So without further ado, let's just get right into the episode. I am super excited about my guest for today. I have Delee Cox. She is a wardrobe stylist and I am so excited to have an awesome conversation with her. Delee, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Yes, I am a wardrobe stylist with a passion for slow fashion So I started my career years ago as a hairstylist and then had babies, took a break from that. And when it was time to go back to work, I was really wondering what I should do. And I had been on a journey from my fast fashion habits to slow fashion. And I'd always loved clothing, beauty. So I started just doing my friends and family for free. I started touring places that took donations and finding out where my clothes went. I started calling factories and finding out how they produced my clothing and it became an obsession. And then I, as I got into friends and family's closets, I realized we all have the same problem, a closet full of clothes with nothing to wear. And so I launched my, launched my business um, a little over a year ago And it's been so exciting. I help women find confidence in their personal style and learn to love what they have and to dress for themselves. That's amazing. And I love hearing the passion come out of you. There's nothing that I love more than a business that is born kind of out of just so much love, so much fire, so much passion. And I just get that like coming right out of you. So that's so amazing. And what a year to start a business, right? Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're making it work though. But what I love about one of the things that you said about your passion and your point of your 
job in your business is giving women confidence. And like you said, we all have that same problem. We have a closet full of clothes with nothing to wear and we sit there and we stare at it. And then, you know, we stay in our workout clothes all day long. And that for me is something that I've really tried to put an effort into switching because I know that when I get dressed and ready for the day, it makes a difference. I show up better for myself. I feel better about myself. I feel like I'm putting better out into the world. But sometimes, especially I think as moms and we've gone through pregnancies and we've had our bodies change and we just are like, well, I don't even know what to wear. I mean, I've got stuff in my closet from when I was in college and I'm certainly not <laughs> in that stage of life anymore, Absolutely. right? Yes. And so what do you, when you come in and you help people, how are you pulling out that confidence? And what is it that you do to help women find that confidence in your personal style? Because I do know that we sometimes just get lost in this motherhood journey. We forget about ourselves and, you know, it can be hard. Absolutely. So the first step is shopping your closet. I go in and I help women take out things that they wear all the time. And then we look at the things that they don't wear or kind of have just neglected, or they're like, I, I've had this for years. I just don't know how to style it. And then we try to mesh the two and I recreate outfits from what they have. But one of the main things that we need to tackle is the unrealistic expectation of what beauty is and style. And I try to help women find what works for them. So like I love blazers, but a lot of my clients prefer cardigans. I like to wear heels, but some like to wear flats. So it's finding that balance of what works for your lifestyle and what you like to wear, but what makes you feel good. And a lot of it has to do with um, the fit, the shape, the quality, all those things. I feel like every item in your closet has a story to tell. And so we go through everything and find out what's working, what's not. And then you come away with a closet that feels like you. Okay. So before we're going in, because I know so many times I walk into my closet and I say, I'm just throwing it all away. I'm starting from scratch. I'm heading to the DI or Goodwill or whatever. But you're saying before we do that, we should actually kind of go through and, and reimagine some of those things that we might have just been sitting on a hanger for two or three years and we never, never wear. Absolutely. So one thing is like jeans. Jeans are so hard to find. They're hard for everyone to find. So you have a closet full of jeans and you don't like this pair of jeans because it doesn't fit right in the waist or this pair doesn't fit right in the length or things like that. So I go in and I say, oh, if you alter this, instead of buying another new pair of jeans, if you just get this hemmed for $5 from somebody who likes to sew or from a dry cleaner, then you have a great pair of pants. So sometimes it's reimagining and making the clothes work for us as opposed to trying to fit our body into a certain type of clothing. I love that. I love making them work for us, not making yes. us work for the clothes. Exactly. And along with that, so I'm curious your take on like you said, I like blazers. Some people don't like blazers. I like flats. Some people don't like flats. The difference between figuring out your style and like the trends or feeling like FOMO with the trends. I know there's like a TikTok <laughs> going around right now about, I guess we're all old now if we like part our hair on the side high or <laughs> skinny <laughs> jeans. And I was like, well, I like my skinny jeans. Like, can we have our own personal style or do we need to be like keeping up with the trends? Like, what's your take on that? 
Um, that's such a great question. We are totally influenced by a ton of trends because we have social media and things now, but not every trend works for us. So it's, I'm sorry to say a lot of trial and error. So you dig into your closet, you find out why you purchase certain things. So I had a client that she was trying on certain sweaters and she just kept saying, I don't like the way this fits. This feels kind of bulky. And the shoulder, it was one of those drop shoulders yeah, where the seam isn't at the shoulder, but it's down like kind of on your arm. And it took like three or four sweaters before I was like, I think it's the type of shoulder that you don't like on your particular body type. And she was like, that's totally it. But she sees a sweater and she loves the color and she didn't really think about the fit or where the shoulder would land or things like that. So when you find out those little things about yourself, like I prefer skinny jeans, I prefer straight jeans, I prefer this, then you're, you're easily able to see a trend and maybe do a trend without doing that specific item. Gotcha. And I think like what you say, um, with knowing and being more intentional about like thinking it through. So I see a color, I see this because so many times, right. You just see something eye catching and you grab it. And it's like, why do I have this closet full of sweaters that I hate? But sometimes it's that outside perspective that you can bring in. That's like, Oh, it's this drop shoulder. Like, I don't know that I would have recognized that or that your client would have recognized that. And so I think it's helpful to have somebody like you to kind of bring in an outside perspective and help you work through those, like asking yourself better questions about the things you own and what you're wearing and why and how they make you feel and just kind of diving deeper. I think it's one of those things where we don't think about having a mindset shift over our clothing. But you totally, if you do and you get more intentional, I think you're going to have a much better experience when you open those closet doors and you need to get dressed for the day. Absolutely. So it's looking more at the fit and the fabric of an item that you're purchasing instead of how it's styled and how it looks on somebody else. Because when you can find out like the fabrics you like or the fit that you like, then it becomes easy to find something similar and not necessarily buy that oversized t-shirt. I have so many clients that bought that oversized like shirt dress mm-hmm. that you can belt. And I, I have yet to see somebody like really love it on themselves. And so yeah. it's easy to get caught up in that. But if you look at it and say, oh, I love the idea of a shirt dress, but I'd like something fitted that actually like accentuates what I like about my body, or I want something that's made of cotton, that's breathable, that I'll wear all summer instead of something that's polyester that I'm going to sweat in. You start to learn those things about yourself. And then it's easy to pinpoint what you like and create a wardrobe that's just for you. That's for you. I love that. Um, Okay. So in building your closet, go through it first get what you want, kind of start taking notes. Are there closet basics that like everyone needs or is that a myth? I think there's closet basics that everyone needs, but it might be a little different for everyone. Like I said, I like blazers, but I have clients who prefer cardigans. They're just not going to wear a blazer on the daily. And so it's finding those basics for you. So I would say a great fitting pair of jeans that is tailored for you. Um, A pair of joggers. I think every woman needs a good pair of joggers, something that you can really wear casually, but then you can grow to the grocery store or dress up on a date night if you need to. Um, 
neutrals, a neutral top. So I love button downs, but I have some clients that are like button downs are not for me. So find a great neutral top that is in the style that you like. I think everyone needs a trench coat or a blazer, something that really adds some structure and dresses you up. Um, I'd say quality t-shirts that fit well. And then shoes, fun sneakers, booties, flats, a couple pairs of shoes that you absolutely love. Awesome. I love that. And just kind of stuff that you can mix around, right? Because if you've got a great pair of jeans and a good t-shirt, you can also use those t-shirts with your joggers. You can throw on a cardigan or a blazer. It's all about kind of learning how to mix and match and create those outfits. So it's not just oh, I wear this one sweater with these one pair of pants, right? Yes. So when you're looking for basics, I would say pick something in your favorite color. I would focus more on solids instead of patterns. Not that you can't wear patterns, but those are more accent pieces. And decide what you really like and then get those good like staples that can go with a lot of different things instead of picking out the blouses and the trendy patterns that can only be worn one or two ways. Yes. I cannot tell you how many um, really oversized floral shirts and chevron shirts that I have <laughs> where I'm like, you're well, not that, alone, <laughs> that you know, and it's, and it's fun. And it's like, sure. Throw one or one or two of those in, but you see those like flashy things and those trendy things and you just go for them. So I love kind of having not rules because I don't really believe in rules and I don't believe in like, this is the one way that you should do something because we're all different, but kind of like guidelines, right? Of stick with these, throw in these. Is that kind of what you're saying? I completely agree. And having more of a color palette for your closet can help too. Not that you can't branch out of that, but if you understand if you prefer warm tones or cool tones and looking for more solids, then I think your wardrobe is going to be more versatile. I love that. So in getting confident with what you're wearing, it's just kind of more about knowing you, right? And, and asking the right questions and figuring out this is an outfit I feel really good in. You know, we have those days where you feel like you want to just get out of the house and see everybody because you're like, I'm not wasting this outfit. I feel so good today. It's kind of like, take notice of like, what is it about that that makes you feel so good? And then build from that. And then you can be more and more confident in how you're showing up and dressing up every day. Exactly. And using your bullet points with each individual item. So instead of, oh, I love this pattern, but I hate the fit. It's, I love this pattern and the fit. So you're trying to be pickier in what you bring in because because it has all of these like benchmarks. Awesome. So I've also heard you talk about saying creating like a lookbook because I know I have 87 million tabs open in my head at all times and I can think of an outfit and then it like weeks go by and I'm like, what was that combination? Or so do you do that with your clients? Do you create lookbooks or how do you know? this goes with this and this and this, this is like five different ways I can style this one thing. Is that something you do for your clients or you would recommend that we can do a kind of on our own or? Absolutely. I think you can do any of this on your own. Um, if you want to take the time to do it and research it and, um, yeah, if that's like your passion is fashion, you can totally do this on your own. But if you want help, I absolutely do a lookbook it's not as fancy, I guess, as a lookbook. And when you asked me that, I was like, oh, maybe I could 
like offer a nicer lookbook at a better price point or something like that. That was like an idea of like, oh, maybe I could do that. But what I do is I take pictures of all the outfits we create and then I just put them together using a simple app that's like layout and I send them an email with all the outfit inspiration. So when I come into a client's home, I don't spend a ton of time on the pictures. It's like a really quick snapshot. It usually has, you know, your messy bathroom in the background <laughs> and I crop off your face. So I'm like, oh, it's nothing fancy. So lookbook makes it sound a little fancier than it is. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I'm like, oh, maybe I could up my game on that. But I do do all their outfit inspiration and I give them outfit formulas. So it would be like, if you like jeans, graphic tee, cardigan, tennis shoes, that's your outfit formula. For me, it would be a great pair of high-waisted jeans, um, a button-down shirt, a blazer, and flats. You know, it's like I can give, I give my clients outfit formulas and then all of their inspiration. But if you wanted to do it on your own, Pinterest is a great resource. So say you have a pair of green joggers, like an army green joggers that you never wear. You can search army green joggers and get outfit inspiration, pin it, and then create outfits from those boards. So I don't use Pinterest as in, oh, that's something cute that I like. I use it as, what am I not wearing in my wardrobe that I'd like to wear more? And then you can create outfits that way. And so instead of looking at my Pinterest board and just going, oh, I wish my closet was different, I look at my Pinterest board and think, oh, I have that. Oh, yeah, I haven't worn that. And so that's a great way. They also have other apps that you can take pictures of every single item of clothing and create your own lookbooks and your own outfits. I haven't done a lot of that. Um, like I said, I don't take a ton of time with my clients. We're like, you know, in a two, three hour session. So the photos aren't as um, high as a priority as me styling and putting things together. Um, but you could totally do that on your own. There's some really cool apps that can help you with that if you want like a lookbook. That's awesome. And I love the idea of using Pinterest in that more um, specific and intentional way because yeah, I mean, we can get lost there, right? Just searching like spring 2021 fashion. And then it's like, oh, I need exactly. to go and get all of these things. But if I look in there and say, oh, I've got this, I don't know, blue pencil skirt or whatever <laughs> and exactly. see how to style a blue pencil skirt. I love that idea because then you can take, you're just being more specific and more intentional than just like a mindless overwhelm of all of the fashion that's on Pinterest. Exactly. Love, it's more I of what that. you have instead of what you want. It's like what you already have in your closet as opposed to what you want. So, Oh, I love that. That's so amazing. Wow. This episode is chuck full of good stuff. Want to know what else is full of good stuff? Juice Organics. It is my go-to solution for getting more greens in my diet because let's face it, Sometimes getting in enough veggies is hard, but not anymore. Now I'm basically juicing every single day, but without the hassle and without the mess. With just one scoop of Juice Organics, I'm giving my body over 40 organic fruits and vegetables grown by local organic farmers. Juice Organics' mission is to inspire and empower families to live healthier lives by making it simple. Well, I'd say mission accomplished. Right now, you can get two for the price of one with a special buy one, get one free discount just for podcast listeners. Head to juiceorganics.com. That's juice, J-U-C-E. 
and then use the code POSITIVEU, that's POSITIVE and the letter U, at checkout to score your discount. Now, let's get back into the show. And speaking of loving what you have instead of going out and getting more of what you want, I know that we live in a time of more, more, more. So much is coming at us. I mean, there's fashion accounts and there's TikTok and Instagram and Pinterest, and there's probably like a thousand and ten other things that I don't even know about yet. And it's all coming at us, and we can have that fashion FOMO, right? But it, yes. you mentioned your passion is for slow fashion. So, what is slow versus fast fashion? And why is that important? (laughs) So slow fashion is being more intentional about how we wear and care for our clothing. It's being a conscious consumer. There's a couple other words that are like kind of flashy, like, I don't want to say taboo, but they're like hot topic words, I guess I should say. So there's slow fashion, there's sustainable fashion and sustainable fashion is how our clothes are made. Um, the environmental impact that our clothing has, things like that. And then there's ethical fashion. And ethical fashion is realizing that there are human beings behind the clothes that we wear. A lot of us don't think about the woman who made our clothes, like somebody sat in a factory and stitched this together. And so when we start to put all those three together, then you can come up with slow fashion and you can kind of decide what's more important to you. It's more important to me, ethical fashion, is really high on the list for me. So I don't shop brands that don't um, treat their workers fairly, which is hard. I shop a lot of secondhand to keep jobs within the US and use clothes that um, are already produced. So ethical fashion is high for me, but slow fashion might be more important to you, just using what you have and being more conscious about what you're bringing in, but not specifically letting go of brands that you love. That's kind of where I started years ago. And so when we really start to peel back these layers and realize where our clothes come from, where they go when we discard them, then I think we do care. We really do care. Yeah. And I think it's important, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And we can go, you know, oh, I didn't know her because I definitely have been in that, in that spot in my life where I'm a new mom or newly married or whatever. And my budget is just like slim. And I see something on sale, you know, at a Walmart or an H and M and just grab these things. And my, I got like this, not this high, but this rush of like getting things super, super cheap. And you know, that's fine. And then now I'm like, oh, hold on, wait a second. It's cheap because this, and also it fell apart in the wash when I wore it three times. <laughs> but yeah. I also think that it's easy to get crazy overwhelmed. It's with anything, right? Like when we start thinking about the toxins that are in all of our like beauty products or our household cleaners, and suddenly it's like, I have to burn the house down. <laughs> so rather than thinking that we need to overhaul everything and just be like, okay, well, I'm never shopping here again, and I'm never doing this again. I think there's ways that we can make just like little shifts and little changes so that we're not overwhelmed because we can't save the world if we're burning it all down by feeling overwhelmed by doing all of the things. So what would your advice be? Or do you have like three little things that you can do to kind of shift in the direction of wanting to support more of a slow fashion or an ethical fashion? 
Absolutely. Um, compassion fatigue is a real thing where we find these big world problems or we just feel like there's so many problems that we can't do this. But what I love about slow fashion is it is for everyone. We all wear clothes. We all have to wear clothes. Like it's illegal not to wear clothes. Like I can't just be like, I have nothing to wear today. I'm just going to go out in the nude. Like we have to wear clothes. <laughs> so, so it pertains to everybody and you can vote with every article of clothing you have, what, what you bring in and how you discard it. So that's the exciting thing is I do think it pertains to everyone. So my three tips would be the first one, wear and care for the clothing that you have. We have 60% more clothes than our parents' generation, but we wear them half as long. So just extending the life of our clothing, being more satisfied with what we have helps a lot. Then the second thing is to shop less and shop with a list. One thing that I give my clients is a shopping list. We find out what they're missing in their wardrobe. It's not like, okay, you can never shop again. <laughs> it's yeah. like, here's some things that would really help extend your wardrobe. Here's some things to look for. And when you shop with a list, kind of like when you go to the grocery store, either when you're hungry right before dinner or when you go and you're like feeling good and satisfied, you're going to make way better purchases, you know? Yes. So shop with a list and be pickier about what you bring in. And then my third thing goes to the sustainable and it is shop secondhand. We have enough clothing on the planet to clothe the next six generations. Oh gosh. It's kind of crazy. We have so many clothes and it used to be that stores would have like four seasons and they would bring clothes in at a season. Now we have 52 new seasons a year. Every single week, these fast fashion brands, which is almost anything at the mall, <laughs> is, is getting new clothing in every week, which is why we get the emails. Oh, new arrivals, new arrivals, and why it can be so deeply discounted. It's like it comes in, it seems expensive, and then a month later it's on the clearance rack, and we snag it up for $15, and we're like, yeah! Yeah. We got such a deal, which really wasn't such a deal because they are getting so many new clothes and they know they're going to discount them really quickly. So shop secondhand and shop um, sustainable brands. There are amazing brands out there doing some really great things. And I'm trying to support those brands more and more, which that is when it starts to feel kind of expensive or elite but you can find really great things secondhand. You can still get your deals and you're going to save a ton of money by not bringing in those clothes that you're just going to wear for a couple times and then discard them. Yeah. So with thrifting, I know that that can be, it's like polarizing. You either love thrifting <laughs> or you are completely like, I don't even know where to start. I don't know what to do. I'm completely overwhelmed. I hate digging through racks of stuff. So you're either like team like super thrift or team like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any tips for thrifting, getting started into thrifting and how to have a successful thrifting trip? Because there's nothing more frustrating, you know, than spending hours or whatever, searching through things and then going home empty handed and feeling just frustrated. Absolutely. Um, I'm not a thrifter in stores, really. That's not how I thrift. I do most of my thrifting online. So they okay. have these great websites and I search very specific terms and I know my sizes, not just my size, but I know my measurements. Mm -hmm. 
And so they give the measurements of the garment and that's helpful. I can pick fabrics so I can um, bypass all of the polyester. Um, I'm not a fan of polyester. It takes 200 years to decompose in our landfills. It is really hard on our planet to produce and we it's on the rise. Like we have way more polyester in our closets than our parents did because it's such a cheap material to make. So I can search cotton, white, button down in my size and it gives me these specific things. And then I can decide price point and things like that. So I get really excited finding things online and they are shipped to your door. So sometimes you have to pay a little bit for shipping and then sometimes you have to pay a restocking fee if you return it. But it's still worth it to me to find a couple great pieces, even if I have some returns that I'm paying to return. So things like those um, subscription boxes are all the rage. And I think they can be great if you're willing to be really picky with what you keep. So okay. say you get a like, subscription box. Like a Stitch Fix? Is that kind of what you're talking exactly. about? Exactly. Stitch okay. Fix has one. Nordstrom has one. A ton of places have one. Even the thrift place thread up that I love has a subscription box. So you can thrift secondhand um, with a subscription box and let somebody else pick out your clothes for you. But you have to be super picky. If you're the type who's like, Oh, I'm going to keep all of it because I get the 25% discount, even though I don't really love it, then I'd say steer away from those. But if you're going to find great things and really be picky about what you get and not worry about um, missing out on a discount or paying a little bit for shipping, then that's the way to go. Awesome. Do you have um, favorite online thrift so thrift stores to shop at? Yes. Um, ThreadUp is my favorite. I also like the Real Real. They have just um, name brand things. So that's kind of exciting to get like better quality things. Um, and then Poshmark. Poshmark is essentially like an eBay. So you're dealing with a seller and you're returning and things like that through the seller and they set their price and all of that. Where ThreadUp, people donate their clothes, they go through them, they pick them based on quality and things like that. So that's the difference between like ThreadUp and Poshmark. Okay. And have you, I'm curious, have you ever donated to those places or are you just a shopper? That's a good question. I have not sent anything to thread up yet. I ordered one of their kits and they're like, we're really behind right now. So <laughs> I plan to do that. Um, and then Poshmark, I don't, Poshmark is not my favorite. I do have some clients that love it. Um, because I've been burned by eBay a few times, I think is the problem <laughs> <laughs> where you get it and you're like, this had a hole in it and you didn't tell me <laughs> like, yeah. um, so Poshmark, I'm a little more leery about, and it would be me selling on Poshmark. Okay. So I'm to the point in my wardrobe that I don't discard a lot of my clothing, which is exciting. But when I do, I do, um, a local place, it's called women helping women and they collect um, business clothes and women can come in and basically shop at a boutique for free when they're getting back on their feet, maybe out of drug addiction, things like that, and going into the workforce. So I love that place. Um, but if you donate just the local places, Savers, DI, things like that, even your clothes that are torn and worn, they can recycle them. 
They can sell them as rags. They do a lot of amazing things. So I understand if you need to do a big initial purge and donating is the best way to go. But more importantly is bringing things into our closet in a more conscious way. Yeah. I love that. Um, so with thrifting, so you gave a couple of tips online that seems I've never thrifted online. I love to go to savers, you know, I've done the DI thing and I've found some really good pieces there, but I've always been a little bit just nervous about the online thrifting. So you gave some really good tips, knowing your measurements. That is, it should not be a mind blowing tip, but that's a mind blowing tip. (laughs) (laughs) And then you stated fabrics. So you said, stay away from polyester, but are there fabrics that you always find yourself gearing towards or looking for? Are there certain fabrics that are going to just hold up better for us that we should be putting more of that in our closets? Yeah, you're going to want to look for natural fabrics. So cotton, hemp, um, viscose is a little bit of a more natural fabric than polyester, um, denim, which denim can be really hard on the planet too. So I love to find my denim secondhand because you can get a great pair of jeans that's barely been worn. Um, things like that, I would stay away from acrylic, nylon, polyester, things like that. But organic cotton is an awesome way to go. So you can search organic cotton t-shirt and see what comes up. And you're not sifting through racks trying to find something, but the search is really refined. That's really cool. And you have given me the little motivation, the little push that I need. (laughs) I actually, right before I got on with you, I clicked onto ThreadUp, made myself a little account and I was like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to try the online thrifting. So to anyone listening, you can also try it and we'll figure out how it goes (laughs) together. So I, I love just the passion behind it. And I think you know, I am all about over here shifting your mindset to create a more positive life for yourself. And you wouldn't think that clothes is that important, but it really is. Because like you said, it's for everyone. We have to get dressed every day. It's illegal not to, you know, unless we're like living in a random nudist colony or something. I don't even know if those are a real thing, (laughs) but that it is for everybody. And it really does make a difference. It makes a difference if you're wearing clothes that make you feel good. You dress up, you show up, you just put more out that is good into the world. And then the more good is going to come back to you. And I do think it's through like little things, like little teeny efforts that you make and getting dressed each day and feeling good about yourself is one of those things that I think makes a really big difference. So what you're doing out in the world is an awesome, amazing service. And for anyone who is like, okay, this episode was great, but I need some real help. (laughs) How, (laughs) how can they find you? Do you do just in person? Are you here in Utah? Are you online? How can the people find you? So I am here in Utah and I do in person or virtually. So I have clients all over the country from Hawaii to Texas to Florida, and we can do the same thing virtually. I was, I was skeptical at first. I got to say but you just set up your camera in your closet and we go from there. So I offer two services right now. Um, I know this is airing a little bit later, but if somebody listens to this and lets me know, I heard you on Positively Jesse, I will, I will honor this deal. So right now I have a one hour virtual closet 
um, styling session. And it's basically whatever you want to do during that hour. You have me for an hour to go through your clothes or to talk specifically about slow fashion, to help you shop online, thrifting, anything you want. Or my most popular is the whole shop your closet session where I come into your closet, either in person or virtually, put all the outfits together. You try on just about everything. And then I give you your shopping list, your tips and tricks, all the outfit inspiration. It's so fun. It, it's really um, my favorite thing to do. I get a lot of women who are just stuck. Like they'll have great style, but especially I think with COVID, it's been hard to have motivation to get dressed. It's been hard to feel good about ourselves. So a lot of my clients are just stay-at-home moms who want to feel better about themselves. Some are moms going back to work. I have a lot of teachers trying to find that balance of casual, but professional, you know, you're with kids all day. So that is kind of my specialty is just helping women, moms feel better about themselves. That's awesome. I love that. And I love what you said, you know, we've been this in this COVID mess <laughs> and we've just been home and it is like, okay, like sweatpants was fun for a while, but like, I need exactly. <laughs> and I know a lot of times, like, I'll be like, well, it's not a special occasion. You know, it's just a Tuesday. I'm just a stay at home mom. And it's like, well, your life is a special occasion. Like get dressed up, feel good. And I love that. I love that you come in and just kind of have a day where you go through it and you help just kind of breathe life into a closet and into these women's lives. So please reach out if you need help or you want to schedule a session with Ali because it would be amazing. And I have everything linked to get to her in the show notes. And um, you're mainly on Instagram. Is that right? Is that yep. where they can find you? Perfect. I'm I mainly on you. Instagram at the stylist next door underscore UT or my website is the stylist next door.net. Perfect. Delete. Thank you so much for your conversation today. I cannot wait to get out there actually to stay in here and be thrifting online <laughs> <laughs> and to kind of relook over some of the things in my closet that I didn't think were working and see how I can kind of shift that. So thank you for your tips and for your conversation today. Thank you so much. Please send me pictures. I would love to see what you come up with. I will. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. If you want to take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts, and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. And come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jessie, and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.